to know still got it under the right circumstances. <laughs> we still we still got it. Us old dogs, we still <laughs> we can still party. <laughs> you party like it's 2014. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode and another year of the Bros and Brews podcast. We're recording on the 13th of January. The year is 2022. Uh, and we're back after a, a little break, some time off, uh, festive period and, and associated uh, rest and relaxation time is sadly behind us. Uh, not sad for you because it means we are, we are back and, and attacking attacking the new year of podcasting with with some verve and energy um but yes sad that the the summer holidays is at least for us uh behind us but we're back with another year uh we hope you've been okay with a few weeks without new content although we did you know drag our feet on on the last episode topic that we released uh only within the last week so apologies that that was late but we also thought you know, leaving a little something over our extended break uh, to release wouldn't be the worst thing. But we're back today. It's 2022. Uh, we haven't caught up for the last wee while. I mean, we said last year that we were spending a bit of time together over the break, which uh, we won't go into detail yet. Don't you worry, it's coming. Um, <laughs> but this would be normally the, the, the part of the episode where we would dive into Brulette. Fear not, Brulette will return in 2022 just not today um just uh, my end of things today the the old having a beer with matt uh, always appeals but but due to some some circumstances some interesting life goings on which again we'll get into lots of teases at the top i know um means that today will be beerless so i'm having water i think matt has opted out of any any uh, liquids so <laughs> brulette will return next week but most importantly we are back and let me ask you sir how are you? It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Hello, everyone. Hi, it's me. It's me again. Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm well. Uh, I'm really well. I really enjoyed my break. Um, I mean, I'll base. I'll just. I'll start listening it all off uh, from when we. You know, you the last first heard our hour voices. after the podcast last year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and give us exactly. hourly updates of what happened. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Christmas was Christmas. Um, it, it was funny, you know, leading into Christmas, I really wasn't feeling it last year, into last year. Um, but once it got closer to the time and stuff, I really got into it. I spent Christmas Day with Morgan's family, which was really nice. It was kind of nice to be in a completely different Christmas routine from normal. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, we got a, each other some really nice presents uh, which was, you know, really meaningful and, and, you know, it's, it's nice, uh, you know, in a relationship that's kind of fresh, but you know, is moving forward. Uh, it was really nice time to really spend together. And then Morgan came to my Christmas with my family and, you know, hit it off really well, which is obviously always a bonus. So that was really fun. So yeah, Christmas definitely, you know, a double tick. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun when I got to it. Um, and then, yeah, New Year's, I mean, you know, we'll have the same story, obviously, you and me, um, because James was up here in Auckland, and, and we got lit, we got we got on it, we went out, we partied, 
Um, and it was fun. It was so much fun. I had such a good time. Uh, and yeah, went on to the early, early hours of the, of the morning, which was so cool to bring in the new years like that, especially with you, bro. Um, and then, yeah, after that, what have I been doing? What's the new year? What's 2020 been for me so far? Um, I mean, I definitely have been chilling out and things like that. Um, I went to another music festival, another, not another music, another festival. We still got your wristband on. Is that what I'm... No, um, this was, this was today, which I will get to. Oh, okay. Because I was like, (laughs) you know. Nah, nah, nah. Take your wristband off. I I take mine off straight away. I know we started last year off with the topic on like festivals and things like that. Yeah, I take mine off straight away. I'm like, nah, I'm done. Uh, No, thank you. Oh, this band? Um, Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. still got it on. Yeah. But it's true. You see people, they've got like five wristbands going down their arm. It's like stamped on one night going to all of these clubs you know yeah. it's like a it's like yeah i'm i'm a, i'm a party animal yeah <laughs> um but yeah so last weekend i went to a festival uh called plain sailing and that was at victoria park which was really cool setting it wasn't like i not I, you know i'm gonna kind of make a sandwich in itself it wasn't the i don't think it was well organized it kind of seemed a little bit compact um, compacted in for the amount of people were there, but in saying that, like you know, it didn't, I didn't feel suffocated. But I don't know; it just could have been organised a little bit more. The lineup could have could have been a little bit more exciting and stuff. But in saying that, it was beautiful, beautiful day in Auckland. Uh, walked on in uh, from Morgan's place after a few pre-drinks, which went really well. There were a good amount of people, so that was a fun way to start. And then, yeah, got into the city and you have like the skyscrapers, the sky tower, beautiful day right in the middle of the city. It was really cool. Um, and that went on for a few hours. And, you know, once again, copious amount of, of you know, fun liquids. Um, and that was really fun. So that was cool. Sunday was a write off after that pretty much. Um, and then, yeah, at the same time uh, last week and, and this week, I've started rehearsing again. Um, for my show that got cancelled that I was talking about last year. Um, it's soaking out here. Um, yeah, we basically got postponed and we're putting it on in March and we're back in the room again and it has been so much fun. It's I think we were all had this feeling of it being quite daunting and scary getting back into a process that you had started and then you left and then you're coming back into it. Yeah. And, you know, we were all in our heads kind of being like, you know, is it going to be the same? Is it like, is all the work still there? We've had three rehearsals so far and can safely say the work is still there and it's so much fun. It's... It's going to be such a cool show. I love working with with these wahine so much. Um, Kate Ruby and Eddie. It's it's going to be a really cool show. Um, and yeah, we're ready to just really keep punching on with it. Like today, I saw pop pop up in our group chat. Uh, there was some like um bunker like props you know they're like old army cargo boxes um like oil canisters preserved food and jars and things a fish tank as well um which will be interesting to see how we play with that uh keep your ears open but yeah it's just it's now starting to get like tangible things into the room that we can start playing with Mm. um because we're definitely in the direction of having the show and i think i that's what i think about it we have a show it's just g- getting it out of the air and in the room and in the body and stuff so that that's really fun um 
man, today, I'm bringing it back up to me today, it was really nice, me and Morgan had a bit of a date morning, um, you know, obviously, it, like, I guess any in, any new relationship or relationships in general, you know, we're trying to make sure that we put time aside for each other and quality time isn't just in, in, in a room or at a house. So yeah, this morning we went out, we woke up, showered, uh, we went to this little cafe on High Street called The Shelf. Um, and Morgan had this beautiful scrambled eggs, kimchi, uh, pork belly, uh, ciabatta. That was really yum. I got really lovely roasted potatoes, corned beef, poached egg with kind of balsamic and basil vinaigrette. Uh, really nice. We both had smoothies, banana smoothie for Morgan, mango smoothie for me. So it was really cool. Um, and then moving on to the wristband that I currently have on my wrist, uh, that you guys can't see, but it's green, uh, and it says Auckland Art Gallery on it. Um, and yeah, me and Morgan today went to the, uh, exhibition that's going on at the Auckland Art Gallery, um, and that's Mary Quaint, um, who is a, or was, uh, is, I would say is, was a really prolific, prolific, (laughs) <laughs> prolific that's it that the, that's, that's the, the word right thank you um a massive massively prolific <laughs> just <laughs> really big uh in the fashion industry back in the 60s and 70s oh, yeah. and they called her like a uh, a fashion revolutionist mm. because her work I, I i didn't know anything about mary quaint um but going in through the exhibition had all of her um you know old you know outfits and clothes that used to be sold back in the 60s and 70s but basically her mission was to it was a revolution it was to go against the social norms of the time and basically create clothes for women that were you know comfortable but also kind of poked fun and a bit of satire into men's fashion at the time and a lot of the clothes were quite like androgynous in themselves and things like that so you know a lot of her um, jackets or dresses and things like that she was really the first kind of um, fashion artist to really put into mainstream um, the miniskirt Hmm. or you know skirts above the knees because obviously you know that's very risque having anything above the knees but basically she pushed it you know and she really brought that into the industry um pleats on the shoulders from old like you know military uniforms um and yeah just poking fun uh, fun at like suits themselves and the kind of way that they cut and it was it was really fascinating it was it was really cool to kind of walk through you know obviously you know coming from a male perspective looking at these clothes and the way that the fashion industry was kind of rocked back then i'm like yeah sick this stuff is so cool and you know morgan was going around being like that's coming back into fashion like that's coming back in you know like uh, it's you know fashion never dies and we've seen it through the decades what leaves and what comes back in and all of that um and yeah it was it was fascinating it was really fascinating so we had a really good time walked through there for about 45 minutes or so um took a lot of photos put it on my instagram if you follow me on insta you know feel free to go and check it out on my story it is going to disappear so you probably won't see it by the time you listen to this actually so disregard everything i just said um but yeah it was really cool it was really cool to kind of get a taste of you know 
the like arts and culture once again you know but in a fashion sense and from you know 60s 70s perspective as well it was it was a really cool exhibition so if you are into uh fashion in any way um and you're up here in auckland head on to the um auckland art gallery and check it out because it was really cool um and then yeah 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 we, we've got to keep it got to keep seeing art you know we've got to keep seeing different types of things keep the brain going and, and the creativity flowing um and then yeah after that we just went and sat in the park with a bag of dorito chips um and we just sat down for about 45 minutes just just talking just contemplating 2022 and and what 2022's gonna bring and things and yeah it's uh it's looking good it's looking good but that's been that that's been me it uh it really good into the year kind of a a slow tired fun way to enter into 2022 um but yeah i'm definitely feeling rehearsals again you know like in the body like i'm tired i come home and i'm tired which is nice which is really nice to have in the body because it's what I want to do, you know, and I can't complain about, I'm not complaining about it at all. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So really looking forward to keeping that going and, uh, seeing what other, you know, creative endeavors come through the year. So, um, mm. yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's How are you? you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nice little succinct summary of, you know, it's been a long period. Lots of stuff happens, you know, some of the stuff, slips through the cracks and i'm sure you know you will have missed out and i'm will do the same thing but nice to sort of hit some of the the key bits and pieces of your life the last few weeks um yeah i mean similar to to rewind all the way back to to christmas um i feel like maybe i have the opposite momentum with christmas with you as you mm. and that leading up to christmas felt really uh, we were very much in the festive spirit with our uh, house. You know, we were decking it out and feeling the yeah, vibe. Yeah, you had it decked out. <laughs> decked out. And, and that Sunday before Christmas, uh, we had, uh, you know, had people over on the lawn and we sort of did the, I hate friendsmas as a word. Just, you don't have to put that <laughs> on. We just had people over and that was nice. And, yeah. and then... Um, Christmas Day itself kind of just went really quickly. Um, Mum and I were sort of halving the cooking. So I did half the cooking at our place and she did half of it at her place. Uh, And then Fran and I hosted at our place. Only sort of seven of us, I think, you know. So Christmas has always been small for me owing to sort of the the size of family and lack of relatives in Wellington so mm, it was mm. it was smallish i was disappointed that the weather wasn't nicer i mean i always hoped for a roasting christmas day <laughs> yeah um wellington did okay in terms of the weather on christmas throughout the years in wellington i'd say this is like a, a six and a half seven some years have been 10, some years have been 4, so at least we, we were able to eat outside, which was our, our hope. We put the sort of the, the trestle table on the lawn and mm. did all the things, so that's cool. that was nice. But yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why, but the day just kind of went by quite quickly. I think it was the first Christmas that uh, Fran and I had had with either of our sides of the family and each other, so there was some... 
not expectations to manage, but, you know, different energies in a room. Like, I can have a Christmas with mum and dad, and it's just the three of us, and it's, it's chill, just as yeah. the last uh, two years in a row had Christmas basically just with Fran, and that was chill. So there was a little more social managing this year, which I'm sh- last year, which you had as well, mm-hmm, uh, which mm-hmm. is tiring uh, by itself. But, yeah, Christmas, it was nice, and it was chill. Um, and then we were meant to be going to this festival in Topor Lecurrence on the 27th, which was cancelled sometime in advance. So we spent an extra day in Wellington and then drove up to the Hawke's Bay, uh, spent a couple of days there. Weather was nice for the first time and me going to the Hawke's Bay with Fran. Everyone's always <laughs> like, Hawke's Bay this, Hawke's Bay that, so hot. This is the fourth time I've been with her and it's the first time that we've had hot days. So Yo. I was vindicated. Uh, we went to the beach. We went berry picking one day. We saw Franz Nan. It was it was nice in the way that the Christmas period in Wellington, because of family, uh, and I guess the busyness of that period wasn't do nothing relaxing. Yep. Hawks yep. Bay served that purpose. I was quite happy just sitting in the sun. I think after Christmas, uh, I read five books in five days, and it just that was that was me just having reading time over five days some of the books i didn't enjoy but i just plugged through you know i was just enjoying reading in the sun so that was really (laughs) nice um that might pop up and what are you watching later on i'll do a bit Mm -hmm. of what are you reading recommendations and not recommendations and then of course flew up to auckland to see you on christmas eve um christmas eve new year's Year's eve Eve. new year's eve (laughs) um yeah, and and we had a we had a grand old time. We met up with Matt for lunch. Morgan was working, so she wasn't there. Through us had some lunch, went and stayed at a a friend's place who wasn't there. So sort of the free Airbnb thing. Yeah, and then nice. had a had a nap, and we ended up uh, at Matt's apartment. The four of us just having some some nibbles and playing a card game and just chilling out as as all good pre's are. Um, and we went to the four of us went to Britomart block party, which, um, if you don't know Britomart, basically they had fenced off a section of, of a period, an, an area of Auckland town, um, where there were sort of two bars inside the fenced off area and an, and an open area sort of down on the waterfront where they'd put a couple of outdoor stages and yeah, I, I don't know about you, but in reflecting on what was a really good night with Fran, we just said it was because we had no real expectations. We didn't yeah, hype totally. it up too much, which is, yep. I find, always yep. the worst thing about New Year's. We'd sort of all bought these tickets. Uh, we didn't really know what to expect. It genuinely could have been terrible. Like <laughs> yeah. None of us have been before. Um, we kind of got there at a certain time and the line was huge and we were I don't know it was kind of it was a a momentum crusher Um, but yeah we had a really we had a really really fun night all four of us and I can confidently say that about all four of us it was nice to have a new year's with a small group and Mm, we weren't chasing after nine people (laughs) yeah which Um, we have had before (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, it was nice to not have to decide whether to stay or leave. You know, if you go to one bar and say, Wellington Courtney Place and are we happy here or do we want to go elsewhere? There was a nice variety. Uh, it was fun to sort of be able to go into a club and then decide to just go outside for a bit of fresh air and then yep. go straight in. We didn't have to do yep. any lines kind of while we were inside. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't, it could have rained and that would have been <laughs> true, dumb. True. Yeah, it was just really fun and, and, 
the four of us just had such a great time. As Matt said, we were we were out pretty late. Um, mm-hmm. Weirdly, didn't actually have any uh, post town Auckland food. I can't believe that didn't happen. No, that was we the didn't. biggest shocking thing for me. Yeah, reflecting that's a good on point. New Year's was that the White Lady, the kind of famous yes. Auckland burger truck, was yes. right there. And, and I, that is, it's just around the corner from where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just didn't at all. Um, and then, yeah, New Year's Day was obviously a pretty dusty operation. Uh, we had planned to sort of vaguely maybe meet up, which definitely didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Fran and I went to the beach, which was nice, had a little swim. Uh, but then we we did meet up for a little brunch before we uh, came back to Wellington, um, which I'll, you know, I'll re, I'll pause the story there and come back into it. But I didn't want to rush past New Year's if, if you had any thoughts <laughs> or, or comments. Not that you have to, but I... <laughs> pause pause there um i mean i know you had a good time we had a we, we had a great yeah, we time had a great, yeah it was again, good i always struggle with new years and this was honestly one of the best new years i've ever had which was which was such a good feeling as like an end of the year and kind of during a holiday period to have one thing to point to to say yeah that was like a really good night yeah well i mean it's, it's one of those situations where it's like you you know both of us obviously with one of our best mates and you know with our partner it's like, yeah. what what more could we really need in that situation? And I think, like you said, it's the expectations as well. It's like, I didn't have any expectations going into it. I didn't know what it was going to be like. And, you know, like, obviously everything can be so much bigger and, and better. But for what it was, I had a really good time. And I think we had such a good time, obviously, that we decided to keep going and go to somewhere else in town. And that was what it was as well like that yeah. was that was it was fun because we were i guess all together at that point and we were like yeah and then yeah it did it got to that point where we were like okay yep all right bye yeah probably <laughs> time I, to call it i mean yeah. i haven't been out after one o'clock probably and I, I don't know when the last time was i don't know if i had a night a big night last year other than that so it was nice to to know still got it under the right circumstances <laughs> we're still we still got it us old dogs, we still <laughs> we can still party. <laughs> he party like it's twenty fourteen. <laughs> yeah, but oh, thank you for having us. Really? You know, hosting us up and of course, up you know, maybe Wellington will be next year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe it will be a festival thing. Who, you know, not to try and plan things in ahead. But uh, I felt thought, I felt like uh, Auckland, you know, showed us a good time for the second consecutive time. As friend said, the last two times been to Auckland. You've taken us out. You've shown us K Road. You've shown us uh, Britomart. So you know the pressure is on, my friend, because you keep delivering on the old the social social atmos. What's next? What's, What's next? next? Maybe a ha- a house party. Mmm, true. Um, it did transpire down the line that someone tested positive at Britomart Block Party, but you know <laughs> yes, what? That's okay. True. Uh, <laughs> I'll rejoin that story in, in a matter of minutes. Um, but yeah, after Auckland came down, I had uh, another week off. Friend, I uh, had a few days off. Sort of went back to work, but worked from home and didn't really do any work. Um, and just sort of sat outside, soaked up some sun at our place. Finally, uh, I think. Do you remember, have I talked about our bath on the podcast? Oh, that's a really good question. Not sure. I'm not entirely sure. Sometimes the lines blur between Matt and I talk about on the show and off the show. Yeah. If I never (laughs) mentioned it, uh, I'll be brief. If I have mentioned it, I'll be brief. Basically, we have a space behind our house that 
friend and I were like, oh, we should put an outdoor bath there. Like do the whole Queenstown Hots and Pools thing and ended up actually buying a, a secondhand bath off someone during lockdown. We went for a walk. We saw a bath on someone's porch, letterbox, note, we all want to buy this. Flick me a text if you're selling. A few days later, we have this cast iron heavy tub with the heavy. kind of claw feet behind the back of our house that was not super dirty, like not rusting away terrible condition, but needed a proper clean and a repaint. And it has sat there for the best part of probably six months. I don't remember, remember when the start of our lockdown was. Um, but finally, over that period last week, I went spunnings. I did the DIY thing. I researched. I bought the special paint. Because when you're painting <laughs> yeah. a bathtub, it isn't just you get white paint and you put it on. No. they You buy sort of, a kit with two pots one of which is the paint and one is i think whatever sort of seals sealant yeah. uh yeah the sort of solvent sealant thing mm-hmm. and you mix mm-hmm. them together and it's pretty strong fumes type situation you do one coat uh has to the paint kind of has to come to room temperature and you put half of it in the fridge for the next day and so i did the first coat and then second coat the next day and it looks really really good it's not Yo. it's not perfect in the way that it, you know pick a bathtub probably there's no <laughs> lines at all but between the first coat and the second coat i was a massive relief to do the second coat because it, it looks really really good and so Sick. now the next part of the diy is clearing out that backspace i've done a bit of tidying we've we've bought some curtains to sort of curtain it off and get some oh, more yeah. fairy oh. lights and bits and pieces so oh. yeah i'm hoping within the next month or so that re- i mean obviously it's not really outdoor bath season we kind of really want it for winter but as someone who has you know we've talked about this way way back on the show i'm not really a diy person i'm not that great with my hands definitely uh, on the path to the kind of feeling of accomplishment of a of a, of a task so that's that's good um yeah good fun the garden is is flourishing the tomato oh, is. plant is just starting to turn from green to uh the reds i've got some chilies growing you know it's all it's all happening um <laughs> and that sort of brings us to to this week which has been a whole mixed bag eh? so started back at mon work on monday didn't know if town was going to be busy you know if the kind of corporates were going to mm, come back mm. this monday or next monday it's been pretty quiet i think next monday will be the week hopefully um so i've had a bit of spare time at work and and on last friday they announced matt messaged me britomark block party location of interest uh monitor for symptoms for 10 days and when they announced that it had been seven already so i think yeah, we were both exactly. pretty like oh well you know we'll get three yep. days yep then on the weekend uh friends started not feeling all that great and so we had the conversation we were like uh, neither of us getting tested are both of us getting tested are just you getting tested uh, and of course I had work to go to on the Monday yeah. and I said you feel sick I don't feel sick you can go and get tested the the, the thing that we read said you know if you don't go check for symptoms if you feel sick go and yep. get tested so she yep. went, went and got tested uh, and the turnaround time was really quick so I was at work on the Monday morning feeling chipper she texted me at you know, 9 o'clock saying, test come back negative. I went, cool. I mean, you feel sick and you don't have it. I don't feel sick, so I'll, <laughs> we'll be fine. But yeah. then that day on Monday was when it was announced that someone in Wellington who had been there had tested positive. And so yeah. I was like, I'm just, I've just got to go. I've got to go and do it. But again, this is the mix, the mix of signals. Not that I'm going to criticize Ministry of Health or whatever, but I literally read an article where there was a paragraph saying, 
monitor for symptoms. If you feel sick, get tested. Second paragraph. And then the third paragraph said, if you were there, get tested. Yeah. And check for symptoms. So yeah. anyway, I went on Monday and sort of messaged my boss and was like, hey, I know that we've just started after a three-week break, but I can't go to work tomorrow. And then woke up really early because we've pushed the opening time at the barbershop forward. So I'd normally oh, start true. at eight and now it's at seven. So that means oh. getting up at six. So I've been trying to adjust my body clock anyway. So I was kind of getting up at six and waiting, hopefully for this negative test result to come through early enough to go to work. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately what happened. It was like eight o'clock and it came through. And so I was like, I'm off. I'm going by. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, as I I said to you, the the kind of the waiting game is is really terrible. Mm. Even if you, you know, in my circumstance felt a hundred percent, well, maybe not a hundred percent. I felt fine. And I knew that the location of interest wasn't high risk or anything, but just sort of sitting and waiting for your, cause I knew that if you test positive, they call you and then yes. talk yeah. through where have you been and that sort of stuff. <laughs> Whereas if you're negative, they just text you. So just that, that period of time on Monday afternoon with my phone, just saying, you know, don't, don't call me, don't, don't call, call me, me, don't call me. And you know, I don't know if you have this, most of the time I have my phone on silent. Sometimes I'll have it on Same. vibrate. Yeah, and I put it on vibrate because I thought if I put it on sound and I get a phone call, I'm just going to have that adrenaline shoot through my body. Yeah, but I don't want to miss the call, so I put it on vibrate. But that yeah, Monday afternoon was not a whole lot of fun. <laughs> um, and so yeah, Tuesday had this weird half day at work, uh, and then yesterday was Wednesday, and the sort of final thing for me to to talk about from my week is uh, we went to the SBC yesterday. And we we left with a four-legged friend. So our, uh, our little household is plus one in the body count. Um, yeah, we've been talking about wanting to get a cat for a while. Uh, Fran has kind of always wanted one from a sort of support pet mm, uh, mm. perspective. I think we've been pretty sensible about not diving in too quickly. Obviously, we've been living in our place for about 10 months now. Um remember talking in a previous episode that the landlords had said that it was okay for us to have one. We were looking at kittens for a while. And then the other day, this, uh, this cat called Amber popped up on the SBCA website. Obviously the SBCA has changed. It used to be that you just turn up on a weekend and see the cats. Now you have to book an appointment because of COVID and stuff. And that sort of changes the dynamic, I think, because there's, if you book an appointment, there's more of an expectation. Expectation. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So I like, we took the, second you know old mum's old cat container thing with us you know because <laughs> yeah. what if you leave with one and it's funny i said to friend this morning what percentage of you thought we were going to leave there with uh, a cat and she said only 25 percent. i was like really i was wow. going in 75 percent, even though I mean, it's a it, hundred. It, yeah. It's our, <laughs> it's our cat. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's very much led by her. She's one A, I'm one B. Totally. So it was, it was weird going in with different levels. And, and the reason we were interested in this cat was, uh, I'll just say 50% aesthetic frame was interested in sort of ginger cats, but the other 50% was about it's right up and mostly an indoor cat and couch potato and quiet and that's all the stuff that that friend wants so we went there and uh the it's funny because you know i i think of the spca as being like they're gonna vet you 
They want to know. Yeah, yeah. And Fran was like, they just want you to take something. Take it, yeah. <laughs> and so when we went there, this person, who was really lovely, was like, oh, so are you interested in kins or cats? And we were kind of like, uh, both, I guess. Just like, boys or girls? And we're like, uh, don't really mind. And then Fran was sort of tentatively like, is Amber still here? Because you never know the SPCA. The first person yeah, that turns yeah, up yeah. and wants it, they don't save pets. Um, and Amber was, was still there. And she was inside one of those kind of cubby boxes. So we were like craning in to try and see this cat. Uh, and she came out and she was friendly and she wanted to be scratched. And the the lady, the vet at the SBCA said, she doesn't normally do that. She doesn't normally do that. This is a good sign. And so we're like, okay, this is. And I think if she hadn't done that, we wouldn't have got her. Totally. With friends, oh, yeah, totally. 25% thing. Whereas for yep. me, as soon as that happened, I was like, well, we've come here She's seriously us. thinking about leaving with the cat this is the cat whose write-up makes sense and this interaction has happened what more you know it would be pretty cold feet to to not take her so yeah so we we took her home we did the papers she is currently lying under our bed um you know the hard thing about adopting cat and i should also say she's six six and a half so she came from a family i think of one owner lots of cats and that owner had wanted her to live the sort of rest of her life being the focus cat of a of a household of a household um, oh wow that's, so that's nice as is expected cats come home and run straight under something to hide and sort yep. stuff out so almost all of yesterday was was amber under a, lots of different surfaces which i feel like <laughs> is quite heartbreaking because you take this thing home yeah, and then all of a yeah, sudden yeah. it hides and you're like it doesn't like us no <laughs> um and then so we managed to get it to eat a little a little bit before we went to bed, um, bearing in mind I'm still getting up at six o'clock in the morning yep. for work. Yep. Um, we go and got to bed at sort of, I don't know, 10 o'clock, 10.30 or whatever. All that adrenaline and energy from the day finally sort of wearing off. Lights out and all of a sudden there's this thing on our bed walking <laughs> on the pillows, purring in everyone's ear. And honestly, last night just feels like a fever dream. And because she's Yo. now back under the bed and has been all of today, it just feels like this imagined at the night <laughs> that friend and I had this, you know, shared dreaming, like yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, inception. We shared the same dream of this, this cat that was just wandering around. And so, <laughs> We yeah. did buy a cat, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly. And I have, you know, even in the darkness, I took some some blurry photos, which I sent to you of kind you of me to being me, like yeah, this. Yeah. So good signs because she was very happy to be on the bed with us and lots and lots Yo. of purring. But it's now weird to go back to her being under the bed. And it's like, I remember at 2 a.m. you weren't letting me sleep. <laughs> don't you lie to me. Yeah. Now, why don't you want to hang out with me after work at 3 o'clock? So, yeah. But, but, yeah, it's super exciting. It's definitely strange to have that kind of, new body in the house there's the whole ownership thing of you know we're responsible for this this creature but yeah ultimately we're just excited and the timing felt right and it feels like quite a big big step for us to mm-hmm. take something else on but mm-hmm. yeah that has been the end of of i mean it's only thursday but a crazy week already and i guess an eventful sort of three three and a half weeks where all sorts of stuff has gone on um and you know we haven't even we haven't even talked about our our interesting thing which we sort of talked about briefly before christmas but 
Matt and I are, are pleased to sort of formally announce that we're, we're working on a show together, which is going to be on in May. Um, it's called Off the Page, and it's going to be put on uh, at the Featherston Booktown Festival, which, you know, if you're in the sort of era of Featherston, Greater Wellington region, Wairarapa, uh, Booktown Festival is from the 5th to the 8th of May this year. And the show that we're doing is uh, an anthology show of New Zealand's uh, literary canon. So we'll be putting together pieces of, of work that aren't plays, specifically not plays. So poems and uh, you know short stories, nonfiction, fiction texts, everything together from some of New Zealand's uh, most well-known playwrights like uh, Catherine Mansfield and Patricia Grace and Witiya Hamaira sort of 40-ish minute show um, just to celebrate the New Zealand literary canon as part of the festival. Uh, yeah, I managed to get some funding for it last year. Part of the funding was to have a second actor. Wouldn't want it to be anyone else except Matt, so he will be will be coming down to Wellington in April after the show he's working on currently to rehearse the show and put it together. Um, there may be a public viewing in Wellington, the dress rehearsal, who knows? You may have to come to the festival to see it. We may do it afterwards again, but uh, yeah, we're still really early stages. We don't know what bits of, of different authors' texts we're going to use. It's far too early for that. Um, but we, we sort of wanted to announce that that is something that we are actively working on and, and is coming up in I don't know four or five months time which yeah we're super super excited about it's been so long since Matt and I have done a show together years and years so it's a bit surreal to kind of be diving in on something but I'm just so excited I know it's not number one show in line for you at the moment that is another (laughs) show Uh, I know you have to even out your energies true Uh, respect to to the to the the fallen show of 2021 which needs its time but yeah, I just wanted to mention that that's sort of what we're working on, I'm sure, over the next few months. You know, we'll talk about how that's going and the creative process for it, but just super excited to to be able to, I guess, announce that on the podcast and, and talk about it going forward. Yo, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. I'm super excited, guys, because... Yeah, as James said, like, you know, we get to work together on, you know, uh, like a really big passion of ours, and that is theatre. We love this podcast, obviously, but to get in a room together and collaborate and do and and create is really exciting. So it's going to be really cool. And look, if if you're a listener of most episodes, you know me and books, you know, we we don't go hand in hand. But that's what I'm really excited for is to you know get way more interested mm. in books and literature and turn it into a form where you know that i can really respect and understand and create and imagine in another way so that's what really you know obviously james just had to say do you want to do a show with me yes i'm in but you know the pitch in itself is really exciting and will be a challenge in itself Mm. so that's what i'm really excited for i think it's going to be a really cool prospect and you know something that we can potentially fly on to with in the future if it goes well but obviously we've got to get through the festival first but yeah yeah, i'm super excited yeah honestly i hadn't hadn't even thought about your your complicated relationship with <laughs> as being but that's that is the whole point of the show is to try and make new, the new zealand literary canon not more interesting but yeah 
show. I mean, for example, something like Whale Rider that was written by Witty Hamada obviously became a film, and then all of a sudden, you know, lots more people know of that story. So you can yeah, take true. you can take a book or a short story or a poem and and give it a greater audience appeal by changing it around, which is is ultimately what what we're going to do and and totally. you know more information as it comes we have <laughs> we are still so early on it um but it's one thing that i'm super excited about for this year and that takes me into into question time which you know i have a question for you but yes. i won't belabor the point um because the last episode you know you asked me about uh if there was something i was happy about from last year you know goals achieved and i sort of gave you a not a half-assed answer, but <laughs> I hadn't really done my yearly kind of recap thing. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. done my planning for 2022 thing, and I've done that now. I feel like, you know, uh, I've done the you and Morgan sitting in a park with a bag of Doritos talking <laughs> thing. You know, I've, I've sort of come to peace with last year. Not that last yeah. year was bad, but I've set yeah. last year aside, and I'm in the space of this year. So I wanted to offer you the opportunity to to speak about if there was anything from last year that since last episode you've reflected on and and you either wanted to improve upon or you realized you were happy with it and then looking forward to this year are there any specific goals that you've set whether they be creative or not creative uh if there's anything you specifically want to achieve or any you know resolutions to use that word um yeah my question is is how do you feel about last year? And is there any things from 2022 to look forward to that you kind of wanted to timestamp on the podcast, whether to hold yourself accountable or just to share? <laughs> uh, all thoughts welcome. Yo, yeah, nice. Yeah, um, we, in rehearsals the other day, we kind of uh, went round in a little circle and as our check-in and we were like, one word that describes last year and uh my word was em- like embraced hmm. like i felt like last year i really embraced it because you know coming off the back of 2020 plans not going ahead kind of leaving 2020 you know like quite depressed and coming into 2021 and things at the start of 2021 i feel like i really just kind of embraced my depression and you know worked with it to the point of like, I just got to get on with things. So, you know, embrace that. Um, I embraced the whole kind of getting a agent, which was a really big goal for me last year. And and achieving that halfway through the year was amazing. Um, And then, yeah, Morgan really coming into my life. I kind of just embraced her and embraced that feeling because it was totally unexpected you know it wasn't something that I was necessarily searching for it was another relationship at that time um and yeah we kind of just embraced each other and you know I am I embrace this podcast obviously every time we do it but yeah embraced kind of felt like an encompassing word for last year um which is which is nice which is a nice warm feeling in itself um this oh no sorry not this year last year as well I think I had one kind of thing to kind of just get a little bit more like healthier in my lifestyle and things and I think like I I achieved that to a point but I think the one thing I didn't achieve it enough in was kind of like my own activeness you know kind of getting out not necessarily getting to the gym but you know just doing stuff outside that isn't just work or you know something like that um, and yeah, kind of slipped the ball in that front. Um, so this year, 
that's a really big goal for me is just a little bit more of a healthier lifestyle um i'm definitely like getting better in terms of like cons- like consuming more water um that was really something I, I really haven't been doing a lot of but this year i have been flowing there was water flowing through my veins um because uh morgan's I hope sister, so. yeah 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 <laughs> what is it how, how much water are we um, 70, i think it's 70? a lot percent a lot percent yeah, yeah. true um yeah so morgan's uh, sister terry ann got me a hydro flask uh for christmas uh because they were appalled that i didn't carry a, a water bottle with me or i didn't have one so yeah got got me one for christmas and i haven't stopped drinking out of this thing which is amazing is a paid advertisement are you getting <laughs> no, money from hydro flask not, not a sponsor um so the that's hydro been... flask is unlike <laughs> any water vehicle system i've ever used <laughs> so water consumption is a really big goal for me keeping that up something really small and mundane but it is it's kind hard of to do like... though exactly uh, yeah it's, it's it's something that i have thought in the past i know lots of people you know consume water it's actually a lot harder of a goal than people give it credit for mm. is just to keep your liquids up. Especially if you're someone that, you know, you know by now whether you're someone that just drinks water by default or you're not. I'm someone yeah. that doesn't. And yeah. I've, you yeah. know, there've been years where I've thought that I will put a focus on it and haven't. Mm. Uh, so I, res- I respect actually how difficult of a goal it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm jumping on that endeavor. So yeah, that is, that is in line with my kind of healthier living. Um, definitely trying to be a lot more like, uh, productive with my money spending when it comes to Mm -hmm. food, obviously still treating myself every now and then, but like, I do really enjoy HelloFresh and I think HelloFresh has definitely been the best thing for me. Um, but yeah, you know, just want to keep an eye on that. Um, and then, yeah, the other big endeavor is to start getting to the gym. Um, and I can safely say on Tuesday evening, I went to the gym with Morgan cool. um, and my biceps hurt Huge. so Huge. much. <laughs> yeah. So um, Morgan's slowly just going to start like, you know, showing me the ropes in the sense of what different, you know, uh, body to do going to the gym and things along with cardio and stuff. Obviously I want to keep cardio going on because there's a lot of weight I'm currently holding that I kind of want to, you know just get a little bit more lean and healthier with um but yeah on you know tuesday night we did biceps and back and you know it's amazing what you know stuff you do at the gym that isolate just doing those things and then you know doing other exercises shoulders legs all of that kind of stuff so she's going to slowly start showing me through it all to the point where you know i can go to the gym and not bug her the whole time um so (laughs) which will be fun um and yeah another big thing that is happening um and we know it's happening is that me and morgan are actually looking for uh, an apartment together um i'm as well as the studio apartment has served me it's not big enough it's not you know it it kind of does its purpose for now but yeah me and morgan are kind of you know where we just want to you know be together and and have our own place so yeah we're currently looking for two bedroom two bedroom apartments uh in auckland central um and yeah 
that's going to be another kind of goal and and next stage of 2022 at least for our relationship together is kind of you know walking through that journey of of um living together um and yeah seeing you know well not seeing how that goes is 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 going is 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 making that work um so yeah 2022 i think the word i said once again going back to the rehearsals the word for 2022 um my word was strive i really just want to strive this year i kind of want to take 2022 and just really run with it um and but run with it in a way i feel like i'm leading it you know um i embraced last year but this year i kind of want to yeah strive and i want to i want to take the ball by the horns um and do the things that i want to do know that i can do um and i also want to book my first uh my first gig with my agency that's it thank you bye no that's <laughs> such a nice way of putting it you know last year to you know use embrace as a word of kind of i think everyone had to whether they wanted yeah. to or not just exactly deal with what with what was going on um and you know taking everything as it came on i think you know from my third party perspective lens i would <laughs> definitely say you achieved that last year of, of making the best of yeah life situations but yeah getting ahead of this year and and saying no i'm gonna make all these different things happen i think is is great um and a nice way of of again it's not about accountability but but sort of locking in stuff yeah. for yourself totally um, yeah for, so for me uh when i answered when you asked me the last episode i kind of i hadn't looked not i hadn't decided whether i'd sort of achieved some of the stuff that i wanted to last year i mean yeah last year was uh, uh the first year that i'd ever made a vision board friend mm. i made a vision board which if you don't know what a vision board is basically just a, a poster with some goals on it and pictures of stuff that you know kept me motivated and you know for me it was a whole cross section of random stuff and some of it was goals written down and some of it was you know just bits of artwork that i like to look at um and it was a fun process for us to do it together and it was really cool to to actually after new year's you know i gave us the christmas period and new year's period it was nice to do it after that to to look back and kind of ref, reflect on last year and some of the goals definitely didn't happen sort of some of them i stopped wanting to achieve if that makes sense some of yeah, them were a lot yeah. more chill um i don't really feel the need to go into kind of any of the creative stuff i'm more interested in sort of sharing the i guess the, the like lifestyle stuff so again mm. i don't know if we t- i don't know if we talked about this we do so many episodes it's hard <laughs> to keep up um but my three kind of lifestyle goals for last year one was to read 20 books uh now i think i achieved it i definitely read 19 but over the course of the year i'm sure there was at least one book that i read and didn't write down also there were lots of books that i half read the thing was though i did read five in the last five days of 2021 (laughs) so it felt a little dishonest and i don't think i actually achieved the purpose which was mm. not the number it was actually the consistency of reading yeah, so i've totally. i've given myself the revamped version of that goal for this year which is actually just to read two books a month which for nice. me i think is 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 doable it's two books a month and 30 over the course of a year and it's nice to this is why i'm glad i actually set this goal last year because i've realized some goals it's nice to put a number on and how you put a number on it matters um but with the books i realize actually it's about 
doing per month rather than over the course of the year. Um, I set myself another goal last year, which I didn't achieve, which was to, I wanted to have 243 days or two thirds of the year where I didn't eat meat. So I was trying Mm. to just cut down on meat consumption. Uh, I was surprised myself by looking at my phone where I'd recorded veggie, non-veggie, veggie, non-veggie, realizing I only started tracking this in June. So oh, true. <laughs> I was like, yes, end of the 12 months, I'm let's count them so up. Good. Oh, I didn't count them in January through to May. Um, so I had to do some percentages of, you know, figuring out. Um, anyway, I came short of my goal, which was two thirds of days of the year, not eating meat. Uh, but it was... So that would be 66%. But it was 60% of the day. So I, oh, I that's you know, pretty good. More days of the year I didn't meet than the days. And yeah. So this year I wanted to improve. I want to improve on that. But I've also decided that uh, count, it's not about number of days. And so I've set myself the goal of transitioning closer towards vegetarianism. So not yep. putting the pressure of, of the, the numbers. But just by the end of the year, I think I now know that I can look back on a goal even if it's not a numeric goal and decide whether I feel like I've achieved that or not. Totally. Um, and then the third one was to, uh, was to do with social media time and reducing that and definitely didn't achieve it. You know, my goal I think was to just try and not be on social media, but from like nine to five. And I just realized last year it's not going to happen because there's so much, uh, I mean, I, for that, I wasn't counting Messenger because I think that it's a communication it's just a, in the same way vital. that email is. Yeah. Um, but I've just realized it's not going to happen because, you know, things that we post on Instagram with the podcast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just even with my best efforts, it won't happen. So, again, my goal for this year is, is to just be, I don't know how I worded it, but uh, spend less time on social media. And, again, yeah. I'm just accountable to my own way of, of judging that. But I think cut it will the be, screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking to, to cut down on that, um, and then yeah, a whole bunch of creative stuff for this year. Not so much goals, but projects that began last year that I nice. I want to have result. I feel like for me, last year was creatively a year of beginning things. Um, mm. Whether it be the show that we're working on, last year yep. was a year where I pitched it asked for funding and got funding but didn't get the validation of doing the show yeah and lots of other things that began last year but i didn't get to christmas new year's time saying ah yes i achieved this this Mm. year it was Mm. i began on this sort of project so this year for me i think will hopefully be a year of kind of the part two of lots of different things um and then i just have a few you know a few small other things like for me uh, the equivalent to your your fitness and gym stuff is I just really want to try and get back into yoga because I was so good at nice. that in the UK and yeah. it just really dropped off here. Uh, living in Brooklyn, there wasn't really the space for it through winter last year. It's kind of harder because I want to do it outside. Now I'm like, it's something that I just need to get back into. Um, and yeah, I don't need to go into all the other ones, but yeah, I, I feel really good about this year. I think well-being is definitely a big part of this year for me, yep. where it be the yep. reading and eating well and looking after myself. And uh, yeah, I, I feel in a really good space with this year where at the end of last year, I, th- I don't think, I think burnt out is a bit uh, generic, but I think there were lots of things that I, th- 
I could only say I'd sort of half achieved and having mm. that break those few weeks off and then re-coming back at this time of year. And actually, this is part of why we didn't do an episode last week was I asked Matt for just a bit more time to actually not start 2022 until kind of uh, it was time. So it was in check, yeah. Yeah, yeah. now, now yeah. it feels like that kind of kind of period. But yeah, I'm just excited for this. I'm excited for this year. Um all the, the stuff that's lined up being open to things that are yet to present themselves um is is really nice um and obviously with with yourself having something already kind of locked in for may as a yeah as a big thing to you know i don't think at the start of last year in january i knew i had things coming up whereas this year I do have that feeling which yeah. is really nice that's sick that's so that, uh, that yeah that, that's so good i mean i think when I hear the way that you kind of, you know, operate with your goals and stuff, like we operate so, you know, so differently to the way that we want to achieve our things. But, you know, I do, I listen to the way you kind of, you know, plan that out and things. And, you know, you say you like half achieved things, but at the same time, like you still achieved things, you Mm. know, like you really did still achieve it, which I think is, you know, so good. You hear of so many new year's resolutions and stuff like that. And it's like, nah, didn't even, didn't even touch it you know but the fact that you're you know you have touched it and you know it's kind of led on to where you're going with this year perfect i you know i I think that's that's such a great way to look into it but yeah 2022 man it's it's you know it's the looming i've got to say it everyone because we all know it's happening and it's still going on the looming cloud of covid obviously it'll be interesting Oh oh my god It'll be interesting to see, you know, what, because it's bound to happen, potentially, especially our listeners are all over the world, you know, like, wherever you are in your countries, and, you know, it's so much different to what's happening down here, down under in New Zealand, you know, it's, it's, it's still a cloud that, that looms over, you know, what can we actually do this year, Um, so, yeah, I, it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how we come out the front of it, but it's nice to kind of start this year off with those kind of, um, you know, those goals and we can look back at this episode and be like, yeah, me, perfect. (laughs) That went well, or that did not happen. Yeah. (laughs) 2022 was not not the year. (laughs) Did not age well. (laughs) Um, I did mention before that, you know, I had read those books and I was thinking of talking about uh, what are you reading because what are you watching is always a big thing. And I've I've watched a lot over the holidays and, you know, there is not going to be the time to go into it. But to finish off today, I I did want to hear about what you've been watching and share some of of mine. And um, one book that uh, I I do want to mention is a book that I I think I put on my Instagram called Hamnet. And I wanted to mention to you, not necessarily suggesting you read it because I don't actually think you'd enjoy it. Um, Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I'm I really I really struggled to to get into it. Maybe to get you into it. it. Maybe that's judgmental. <laughs> um, You're probably right to be honest. <laughs> uh, but it was based around Shakespeare's life and his son Hamlet and his family and sort of a fictionalization of 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 why Shakespeare ended up writing the play Hamlet and and so that was a. Uh, uh, one of the good books I read. There were mm-hmm. some crap books that I read and there were some that were in the middle and this will take me into, into your, what are you watching? If you're happy for me to lead off. So of I finally read the great Gatsby and for the oh, first time, yo. 
watch The Great Gatsby. I'd never seen oh. it before. Had you not seen no, it before? No, wow. it's a real hole in my um my yeah, 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 yeah. Leo DiCaprio watching. Um, oh my goodness! And I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was. Well, Fran and I watched it together, and we were just saying how poorly the music has aged because it's so specific to that period of time. Totally, totally. That, you know, Kanye, Jay-Z, that I can see how at the time that would have been like, oh my God, they've scored this film. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But now it just, it seems weird. I would kind of yeah. probably have rather it was just a more like traditional soundtrack. Um, but yeah, Great Gatsby, finally one of those films that I haven't seen for ages. Well, nice. I have never seen, but it's been out for ages. So I can kind of tick that off my list. Um I've now just realized that, uh, again, I can pivot, uh, watch the new DiCaprio Netflix film, <gasps> Don't Look Up. Same. Um, I, en- I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, okay. It was, I didn't enjoy it as much as uh, the other more recent Adam McKay films, um, The Big Short and uh, Vice. Um, I-, I-, I think I enjoyed it. No, that's, that's too <laughs> on the fence. I did enjoy it. It yep. wasn't as incredible as I thought it might have might have been. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was. It's worth watching from a state of the world type type film. Yeah, um, totally. What did you think of it? Yeah, I I I really enjoyed it. Like I did. I I just had to keep reminding myself that it's a satire. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there was moments in the film where I was like, "Oh my gosh," and I was like, "No." they're doing this for a reason like yeah, they are doing yeah. this on purpose yeah so i think like you take that kind of element of it and i can understand why it's quite like a i can't get into this film yeah. but you know with that in mind all the way through i my favorite moment of the whole whole thing was the very end yeah like the yeah. the whole the whole last um i don't want to do any spoilers oh, it's not a spoiler the whole impending doom mm. of it the, the, that very last scene um, I really enjoyed, but I also really enjoyed it from an aspect of the show that I'm doing because oh, my course. show is very much about impending doom. So it was really cool to kind of see how in a movie sense and what they were able to do with comedy and also just the kind of satirical reality of the situation and what was going on. I think that's why I really enjoyed it because it really sat in the world of the show that I'm trying to create at the moment. So yeah, that's course. why it kind of resonated a lot more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I I think you're right. And it's worth watching to see how the story unfolds. Mm. Um, but I think you're right about satire. I think both our generation, like the age that you and I are at, and yep. the state of the world currently, like 2010s to 2020s, I just don't think we're as good at consuming satire as, yeah. you know, there was a time with things like Monty Python. Everyone just yeah, understood totally. that it was satire and that was why it was funny. Yeah, I don't think we're as, even if we know it's satire, we can't help but try and unpack things from a <laughs> You can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. say that. You can't yeah. do that. <laughs> I think maybe I would actually enjoy it more as a rewatch to, to notice yeah. how sort of weird and, and wacky it was mm-hmm. um what else did i watch randomly because when we came back from new year's eve uh the trip to auckland was feeling sort of holidayed out i watched rewatched mr bean's holiday because <laughs> Yo, i wanted to watch so good a holiday mo- you know <laughs> i'd come back from holiday and sometimes we just want to consume tv and film that 
reflects what yeah. we have been experiencing. And mm-hmm. so Mr. Bean's Holiday, obviously not that much dialogue. I no. enjoyed it. Fran hates it. But oh, really? we did. She was like, why did we watch that? I was like, Mr. Bean's Holiday. Because it's Mr. Bean. It's, come on. Reworth watch. Uh, after French Dispatch, which I talked about last episode, we went oh, back yes. and rewatched Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was brilliant. Oh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, I've mm-hmm. seen it a few times. But weirdly, we got to the last 30 minutes of, of the film, the last 20 minutes, I friend were like, have we seen this before? I don't remember <laughs> this part. And I think it's just because that film has so many details. The animation is so clever and there are so many subtle jokes that it's so worth rewatching because you miss so much the first time and the second time and the third time. Yeah. And I mean obviously they expand on Roald Dahl's original book, but yeah, it was so it was so strange because the last fifteen, twenty minutes I just kept going, I haven't seen this before, I haven't seen this before. But I think just being in a different mood rewatching it meant that yep. it was refreshing. So whether you've seen Fantastic Mr. Fox or not, I recommend watching it again or for the first time. Um, I watched Tick, Tick, Boom. Sorry, this list is quite hey, long. I watched Tick, 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 Boom, Tick, Boom nice. which I really enjoyed from yep. a kind of uh, La La Land, yep. Hamilton, yep. Uh, I guess 21st century musical perspective. Like, If nothing else, I really enjoyed the... Uh, the music of it. Mm. Um, I thought Andrew Garfield's performance was great. He won the Golden Globe for it yesterday. Yeah. Day before. Uh, And I enjoyed looking at kind of the other side of the lens of the whole Jonathan Larson story, as we talked about on the last weekly brew about uh, the problematic nature of rent and how I see that and how I've been educated about that. Um, But it was fascinating to see kind of, his version of events, even though they're not his version of events, you know, it's someone else's reinterpretation of his events. Mm. Um, yeah, so fascinating to, you know, if you if you see something from someone's struggle, you know, you kind of, you've even if you know maybe some other version of events, you kind of really do root for them. So I thought it was really worth seeing for that. Uh, yeah. uh, I definitely left the film being like, yeah, but I know the different version. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But you're right, it wasn't, it was not about rent. It was about no other, other story. So I did really, really enjoy it. And I, the music is fantastic. Nice. Um, yeah, I agree. A couple more. Uh, I watched the new ish Disney film, Luca. Oh which, yeah. Luca. Uh, I haven't you, seen that yet. Yeah. Um, Morgan's a, watched it. It's okay. Mm. Unlike, uh, inside out. Unlike, uh, what was the one that came out last year? We talked about it on this on the show, the the jazz film. Soul. Soul. Unlike those two that I watched and left going, wow, amazing, yep. conceptually mm-hmm. brilliant. Luca doesn't have that. It's a much mm. simpler story. In the same way Mr. Bean's Holiday, it's light watching. I recommend it as 90 minutes. We watched it in the Hawks Bay where we just wanted something light. Enjoyable from like a, uh, a Disney Pixar animated, yeah. you know, there's magic. Yeah. But it didn't have the depth of some of those other animated films. And I think that is one thing that Disney Pixar has uh, not shot itself on the foot with. Just the the the, the bar is so high um, to to reach kind of the depth of the storytelling. So I want to watch Encanto, which came out more recently than Luca, mm-hmm. um, which I think may have slightly more of that depth. But again, yeah. not to not recommend Luca. It just it was ninety minutes of a light. Um, film and then 
the big one over the last few days has been we rewatched the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. <gasps> wow. And what we were saying going in was, well, we'll just we'll watch the first one. And I've always, and this is like a high horse thing, I've always loved the whole trilogy. I've always mm-hmm. particularly loved the third film. I know yep. lots of people, the popular opinion is the first one is the best, the second and the third don't live up to it. I've never agreed with that. And after nah, a rewatch, I'm the same. I completely disagree with it. From a trilogy, a, a three-story narrative arc, it's brilliant. There are so yeah. many things that are in the first film that matter to the third film, character yep. development. Yep. Uh, it was amazing. And we f- we finished it. And Fran was like, why isn't this up there with other trilogies and series? She said, better ending than Harry Potter, which I was like, controversial. But in some <laughs> ways, compared to the films... I had to not necessarily agree with her, but I was like, you have a point with how these films ended compared mm. to the start of the story. It's just brilliant. I'm ready to, to rewatch them again. Yep. I've never seen four and five or any of it. You know, I don't count. I know that those are probably trash, but for people who have thought that the second and third parts of the Caribbean didn't live up to the first one, honestly, they're yeah. so worth watching. Back don't to even back know to what back. you're watching. Yeah. Because I can understand how, if you just watch the third one by itself, it doesn't stand alone in the same way that you could probably watch, say, Return of the King by itself. And, you know, maybe the characters are so well known in the Return of the King that you don't need to watch Fellowship of Two Towers beforehand. I can yeah. understand how there's a lot of double crossing in people's plans. and But the, the story writing is really, really, really complicated. So I, I think, you know, go back and give Pirates of the Caribbean. And they're also great like holiday summertime yeah totally films totally um, yeah so that is my big list of of uh of films that i've watched and then the one show that i will talk about is we've just been watching uh i don't know what their name the order of the names are but gordon gino and fred or gordon fred and gino oh yes yeah, which yeah, is yeah. the the their uh, travel three one. three chefs traveling around gordon ramsay uh so campo and fred i can't remember what his last name is traveling around different areas basically pranking each other and eating really good food and that has been really nice watching over the last uh, few days so yeah thank you for bearing with me the longest <laughs> nice. body watching i've probably ever done obviously yeah, i've had some time true. off but hey i've most of those i really enjoyed for different reasons and i know at this time of the year people are looking for stuff to to watch so that is out there my goal is to see spider-man this weekend so we can Me. finally talk about it my goal Yo. is to watch june next week um, nice but i hand the mic over to you sir thank you for your patience thank you thank you very much thank you very much um yeah i'll start obviously don't look up we just had a conversation about it i have also watched very good um i don't know whether the start of my movies or the tv shows i saw the tv shows um witcher season two um have you watched the witcher at all no i haven't watch it <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm just that's all i'm saying no it's uh, it's very good henry cavill um uh plays the main character Griot. Griot, man, I always say it. It, always, it looks and sounds so different to how it looks. Anyway, um, yeah, really good. The Witcher, um, based on a book series. It was also made into a game, and then it was made into a TV series on Netflix. Season one came out, I think it was last year. Season two um, arrived, and yeah, brilliant. It's unfortunately one of those. I mean, like most series, the last episode finish, and I'm like no 
I need, I need the next season now. I, uh, it's, it's all happening. I, I need it now. So yeah, season one very much felt like this is the world we're building for you. These are our characters. And then season two was like, all right, now we're ramping shit up, but we're not really going anywhere. And so I got to the end. I was like, no, I, I, Oh, it needs to keep going so it was a bit of a tease um but still very good um uh also the sixth uh season of queer eye um the fab five is out on netflix as well um i've watched all the previous seasons um and i'm a really big fan of the fab five um and what they kind of you know just just what they're about and what they do um for different communities around america and different people um and season six they're in um austin texas um and yeah it's it's just it's always so wholesome but compared to i mean did you ever watch the um oh i can't even remember what it was was the old um queer eye for the straight guy you know like you watch you watch those episodes and it was a bit like i don't know it, it was just kind of doing it for the sake of doing it whereas with the fab five and um queer eye now it's so much more about like you know the person's mindset and their life and where they're at and you know not just about appearance and cooking and giving them a new home and and you know grooming and all of that it's really karamo does a really beautiful way of really just understanding where they are in their lives and you know do they have to forgive themselves for something or move on or treat themselves better it's really wholesome so season six of queer eye or all of the other seasons are brilliant. I absolutely love it. Really nice way to kind of end the day. Um, the Book of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Um, obviously, Star Wars. So if you're a really big Star Wars fan, if you're a fan of uh, Mandalorian, or if you're a fan of Star Wars in general, and Boba Fett himself, um, yeah, uh, he's he's back. Boba Fett's back and has his own story going on and it's really good and the second season the second episode came out last week i haven't watched episode three this week actually but um watched episode two just the other day and it's beautiful seeing the cultural representation um in it because um oh remind me of the actor's name uh timmy morrison mm. Timmy Morrison, who obviously played all of the clones in the prequel series, and Boba Fett, well, Django, he's obviously back as Boba Fett. Um, they've used a lot of cultural ties to Moldy Heritage um, in the way that he fights. Um, and it's really beautiful to kind of see that representation on screen in this kind of, you know, outer, you know, different universe and situation. It's really well done and I think it's done in a really respectful way. Um so and he apparently had a lot of tie-ins with, you know, how to bring this character more and, you know, give him because you you know, Boba Fett in the, you know, the old uh what is it, Return of the Jedi you know barely anything so what he's done for that character really amazing so i'm really enjoying it um on to my movies um we went me and morgan went to the movies we went and saw west side story oh yeah i had not i have never seen west side story before i haven't seen any of the old renditions i haven't read it haven't seen it on stage anything like that i really didn't know the story apart i knew that it was just a retelling of romeo and juliet 
Steven Spielberg obviously did this West Side Story and so many good reviews going into the movie you know it's like the best rendition ever it treats the original material so well um and yeah I left that movie being like <laughs> I mean it looked good but I I okay I didn't hate it but just the story the way they kind of did the Romeo and Juliet and the way it ended and things like that. I was really frustrated by it. I re I didn't enjoy the story in itself. Um, musical numbers. Great ensemble. Great. I think unfortunately the ensemble was better than the main characters, Tony and Maria. Yeah. Which is Ansel Elgort and oh, forgive me, I don't know the actress's name who played played Maria, um, but yeah, the ensemble for me just was so much better, and I think it's just for me it came down to unfortunately Maria and Tony's songs just weren't that good compared to everyone else, and the whole ensemble with what they did with theirs, and it was just really good, and I think visually the way Spielberg, you know did everything and you know directed it all big numbers and pieces it was really well done and i thought you know taking something from stage onto the big screen i thought it did really well for that but for me on an outside of you never seeing west side story the story itself i didn't enjoy it and i love romeo and juliet and i didn't enjoy it but i think that's why i didn't enjoy it because i love romeo and juliet mm. and i'm like don't touch it leave it alone that's been trying to get me to go, and I think I will. So it'll be because I've never seen it either. I, I've yeah, never yeah. seen any version of it. So it will mm. be. Well, that I would, I would, I would love for you to go, and I would love to see what you you thought of it as well, because that's my perspective of it. <laughs> and I guess it's probably, you know, if you were to compare it to something like Tick Tick Boom, which is so. 21st century it's totally. so contemporary in the style of songwriting and the way yep. it's shot and i'm not sure there will ever be a musical for you from mm. the 20th century that will compare to tick tick boom and hamilton and totally. know, dear evan hansen or whatever the, the like but uh, you know that's not to to speak to your specific mm -hmm. musical stylings but if you like what's now Mm. some of the old stuff it's just it's completely different in the way True. that though you know a show like Greece is so problematic the the, yes. the, yes. the storytelling I mean having people that are 30 35 playing teenagers and and the messages that you're sending across about change yourself for the person you like you know lots of yeah. musicals are really like I, I don't actually <laughs> think this we should be sharing this messaging now so I mean, again, I'll wait and reserve judgment until until I see nice. it. But hey, okay. good on you for saying you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, <laughs> we speak honesty here. We speak honesty here. Um, and then, yeah, the last kind of... I'm sure I've had other little bits and bobs before that. But my last kind of big watch day uh, was last Sunday after the festival. We were all hungover and we were in the lounge with the air conditioning on, and we decided, hey, let's just chuck on a movie. So we ended up watching four movies that day. Wow. And, yeah, and we watched, first up was Dodgeball. Um, oh, classic. So yeah, classic Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn. Um, next, we watched Grown Ups, Adam Sandler and his whole ensemble. Um, and then we watched um, Meet the Fockers, 
um, which is the sequel to Meet the Parents. Uh, Morgan didn't realise that there was one before that. She hadn't seen both of them. She hasn't seen Meet the Parents as she's watched Meet the Fockers. So we're going to have to go back and watch Meet the Parents. Um, And then last off, we finish it with Big Daddy, another Adam Sandler classic. Um, And yeah, we just had a big Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler day. And it was one of the... It was funny the way that it ended up because we were, you know bunch of the flatmates and stuff but me and morgan first connected on the fact that we love old adam sandler and ben stiller movies yeah and the first movie we ever watched together was don't mess with the zohan and uh yeah so we're we added four more to our to our watch list and we're going to continue watching adam sandler and ben stiller movies so you will hear more as they arrive Um, that's a niche that needs to be mined (laughs) yeah yeah. i yeah i think it's dodgeball classic camp honestly amazing movie uh grown-ups i've never really been a big fan of especially not grown-ups 2 re-watching grown-ups i was like oh yeah okay yeah i get this um meet the fuckers great i mean i think those two movies in themselves are really good robert de niro amazing um and then yeah big daddy one of it was one of my favorites growing up i don't know why i was allowed to watch it it's not that bad i guess but this whole aspect of you know like a young kid with this random stranger is so weird but very wholesome in itself so yeah i do love big daddy so yeah big daddy dodgeball my top two out of those four watches nice i was gonna ask you for your ranking so that's yeah that's good good to yeah. know um because i've seen dodgeball a lot and the other three are a mixture of haven't seen and have only seen once so mm-hmm. good to know that of the other three big daddy is the one that if i were to invest time i should yep. invest time in that totally hey that's a that is a lot i can't wait yeah. to do the write-up yeah true <laughs> <laughs> but hey if you're sitting there whenever you're listening to this and you're needing inspiration we have covered every genre every conceivable, genre i would say <laughs> so there is no excuse to not watch uh tv film um i there are a few that i didn't mention that you know some tv shows that i'm currently watching so i'm sure i'll still uh, be yep. watching them uh, mm-hmm. next week or whenever we do the next episode but hey in terms of what are you watching that's impressive we've, yeah. we've done i'll count that's them good. up because i think uh, we well done us close to close to 20 well done us indeed um we should probably say goodbye for the week. It's been a long episode. <laughs> worthy, worthy. I mean, we worthy. haven't spoken for a while. It's a new year, big goals to go over and, and nice to sort of put a pin in, in last year. And maybe the, the most appropriate way to finish the year out is to say thanks again to everyone for listening last year. Um, we had roughly 2,000 downloads last year, which was stoked Yo. with. I think we put out 48 episodes, which would, mm-hmm. you know... Um, don't want to sing our own tune, but I've always been impressed by our ability to to constantly put put episodes out there with all the other stuff on going on in our lives. Uh, Matt and I haven't even had a conversation about you know are we going to record every week this year or <laughs> yeah true you know that that will come in due course you know this is this is fresh uh, start of the year uh, recording so we haven't <laughs> even planned that sort of stuff yet but uh, yeah two thousand downloads and I think we had listeners in over. 20 countries lots of people in the states was our second biggest country behind new zealand so you know we've shouted out small countries in the past but i wanted to give the you know if you're a listener in the states shout out, shout out to you as our our second on the podium listening country for last year Yay. if you're in another country that's not new zealand you got to wrangle some friends in 
you, you know, you got to pull some people <laughs> in. Um, and yeah, this year, you know, we haven't set any goals for downloads or listens or anything, you know, not to speak for both of us, but that, that that's not really why we're doing this, but we did want to, yeah. you know, share how proud we are of, of last year and what we achieved. Um, and this year we can only hope to, to, to do something different. You know, we're not aiming to beat last year or anything, but, know hopefully this year we can continue to record episodes put content out there and hopefully you the audience you know continue to listen so welcome to to 2022 from from us buckle up it's going to be another exciting year and (laughs) um look if you've made it through all hour and 24 minutes of this episode you'll be fine going forward (laughs) (laughs) true and yeah jump jumping off that guys it's just yeah thank you so much for being with us every week or if you're popping in every one and then every now and then hello and yeah we do this basically just to kind of share our lives share the things that we love um and to get you thinking about things differently seeing things a little bit differently or just kind of riding the wave of the things that we love and the things we don't love as well it's always interesting seeing that um so yeah as always thank you so much for being here and yeah Nice. We love you. <laughs> we love you. We um, love you. <laughs> we love being back as well. It's nice. We're nice to have a break, but feeling energized totally. to get back into into the podcast this year. Uh, but we will leave it there. It's been a mammoth episode. If you've made it through in one chunk, congratulations. If you well had done. to break it up, there is no shame in that. Get out there, watch some TV, watch some films. I mean, if you've got any episode ideas for this year, obviously our DMs are always open. Instagram is the best way to find us. Um, but from Matt and myself, all that is left to be said. For this, the first weekly brew of 2022, all that is left to be said. So we will see you next time. Peace. I'll be waiting for you to come around Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground